Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for coming. Uh, my name is Patrick Brady. I am the fire chief for the City of Lockport Fire Department. I'm just going to give a brief update as to where we stand on the fire that's currently burning on 490 Ohio Street. Um, as I've said in the past, uh, this fire is still con Contained, but not under control. We have not declared it under control yet. Um, due to the type of material that's burning, it's very labor intensive for us to extinguish it. So the men that are currently out there working are working very hard to get us to the point of declaring it under control. We expect to do that sometime this afternoon if everything goes as planned. Uh, currently, my department is there. Um, I also have five other neighboring departments assisting us at this time. Um, a little background in the course of this fire. We've had over 40 fire agencies assist us from three counties. Um, my thanks goes out to each and every one of those fire companies, to each and every one of the individuals that came to assist us. Um, definitely goes out to the public uh, for their support. Um, it's unbelievable the amount of support the public has shown to my department and those people working out there can't tell you how much bottled water, Gatorade, uh, food that's been dropped off in the last 12 to 14 hours. Just incredible, and you all have our thanks. Um, as far as the fire goes right now, um, again, it's not under control, it's contained. And there's still a fair volume of smoke coming off that fire. Um, the smoke and the amount of flame was the reason last night we asked for a mandatory evacuation of several neighborhoods in the area. Um, I'm still holding that evacuation right now just for the fact that we haven't called it under control. Um, I really don't have a lot more at this point. Um, a bunch of men, they're working very hard in now very warm conditions. So thank you, and uh, I'm going to let Chief Neathian. I'm Chief Neathian, Lockport Police Department. Uh, the first call came in yesterday at 6.35 p.m. It was actually discovered by a Lockport police officer on routine patrol. Uh, shortly thereafter, we received a flurry of calls of the, of the fire on, Steven, on the Stevens Street area. Uh, Lockport police were assisted by Niagara County Sheriff's Department. Uh, they brought their command post vehicle to the scene. They helped with uh, communications. We appreciate that. New York State Police were on scene, helping with traffic control and crowd control. Uh, Niagara County Auxiliary Police has been on the scene uh, going on 18 hours now. And some of these officers on scene have been there for going on 18 hours, and they were on duty for a few hours before it even happened. So I want to thank all those officers and all the outside departments that helped us. Basically, we uh, helped with traffic control, crowd control, and uh, the evacuation of the homes in the area. Um, at this point, I'm going to turn it over to Mayor McCaffrey. 
Yes, to add to that, um, in terms of our water supply, we typically produce about 4.5 million gallons of water a day. Over the last day, we've been producing 11 to 12, gallon, 12 million gallons to put out that fire. Our plant was pretty much maxed out, but we were able to keep up with the supply that was needed. So the water has been working uh, sufficiently. The DEC and the Niagara County Health Department have been in the city last night and this morning as well. They've been monitoring the air quality and the water quality. Right now, the water quality appears to be fine. We're not seeing any adverse uh, issues with our water. We do not have any air quality issues at this time that the health department has identified. They've been identifying certain areas throughout the city and monitoring the air quality in those areas. And they've determined right now that it's satisfactory. Certainly we know there's a smoky odor in the area and, and certainly the fire is still burning. So we are concerned about that. But at this point, the health department is telling me that. Uh, the DEC is also monitoring as I indicated and will continue to do so. Uh, I would certainly like to uh, thank our firefighters who've been there working diligently overnight, putting themselves at risk to put this massive fire out. We can't thank them enough. And the multiple agencies that have assisted us, it's really um, absolutely overwhelming. The support that has come to Lockport since last night, absolutely overwhelming. Businesses coming through, residents, people delivering pizzas and water and granola bars, and, and really everyone coming out to support our fire department, our community, and to make sure that our residents are safe. As uh, the fire chief indicated, residents are not allowed to enter their homes at this point. Uh, he will let us know when it is safe for them to do so. We'll be continuing to monitor that. We may uh, issue a press release later this afternoon with more information pertaining to that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's other issues I wanted to mention. The fire is under investigation right now. Uh, I can't comment on that. We certainly are investigating that. And as soon as we have information to share on that, we certainly will do so, but we don't have that information to share at this time. And I'm happy to answer questions and our, our other team can as well. There were nine streets in the immediate vicinity. I don't know the total number of homes, but it was nine streets. In light of what you just said, you might not be able to answer this, but I have to ask it anyway. The owner is suggesting that it's arson. Is there any comments you can make on that? I can't comment on that. I don't know if, if the fire chief would like to comment on that. Truly, the fire is under investigation. Um, the fire still is currently under investigation. Um, I don't have a lot to say on it because the investigation is ongoing and I would be speaking out of turn by making any sort of statement now that I can't have any facts to follow. Are you aware of the owner's comments? Have you talked to him? I have spoken to the owner, yes, sir. Have you looked at the video that is I have not. <clears throat> Earlier this morning, you talked about the evacuations and you mentioned that some people uh, were going back to their homes. Now you're saying it's mandatory. Is it still that nine-block area? Is it much smaller? It is still the nine streets, and if I had said this morning that I was letting people back in, I obviously misspoke because we have not cleared anybody to return to their homes at this time. We heard some reports that some of the homes had soot, ash, debris. I guess can you elaborate a little bit more on that, like what homes uh, and what damage you um, Quite frankly, um, the homes on Stephen Street, some of them probably do have soot and ash on them. Um, some very brave and hard work performed by a large group of firefighters prevented any of those homes from catching fire. Um, they were located fairly close to that facility. I can tell you as the fire chief, I had some concern over the proximity of the homes 
to the fire that was going on behind them. Um, and again, some very brave people uh, doing some very hard work prevented that from happening. There, not that I have noted. What is burning at the plant? It is a ground crumb rubber that is burning. Um, not particularly on playgrounds. I believe most of their product goes for use on uh, football, turf football fields when you see the cloud of black smoke when some, or debris when someone's tackled. That's what they use it for. Over 200 at this point. There's a lot of different buildings back there. Can you say how many buildings actually caught fire or where it kind of started and spread to? At, at this time, I believe there are four buildings that were involved. Um, and they were mostly storage buildings, not production buildings. Describe the scene back there. Uh, twisted metal buildings? Yes. Twisted metal. Right now, there we have some heavy equipment in working on those buildings to help us get to the seat of the fire inside. Um, some fallen roofs and some high walls so that we can continue to extinguish what's burning inside. Is the reason the residents aren't all back is because the, the smoke is so toxic? Or what's the major reason? It, as the mayor stated, um, the smoke is not toxic. The department or our Niagara County Department of Health has said that they, the smoke is actually. They're, they're telling me that the air is satisfactory in the vicinity uh, certainly right on top of the fire it's smoky as you would expect but in the surrounding neighborhood they're saying that the air quality is satisfactory they will continue to monitor that monitor that for us yes that purpose is so that um, myself the Niagara County fire coordinator and various other individuals could get a look at what was burning from above Niagara County Sheriff's Department. Chief, if you can talk about sort of your plan of action for putting out the flames from here on out. This morning you said you were just using water, you weren't using foam. How do you go forward? Is there any possibility of bearing versus burning versus putting water on it? What's the best plan? The best plan is we'll continue to pour water on it. Um, and for what we can't or what we can get to, um, that is a particulate rubber type of product, we're going to have to bring in some heavy equipment to spread it so that we can extinguish it. Um, it's very time consuming. It's today very hot and very hard work for the firefighters to do. And it, it quite frankly, is going to create smoke as we go. For lack of a better term, um, that's 70 pounds of snowmobile suit that each firefighter is wearing in 90 degree heat. Um, they are forming evolutions that are physical, and so hydration is certainly an issue for what we have going on there. We're watching for heat exhaustion and just working really hard. Couldn't even estimate at this point. And we could do that, but, I, but you're also drawing from the command. 
We are. I do not have a number on that because we've changed. Um, we are constantly trying to change out fire apparatus, especially as the weather gets warmer. Um, the fire apparatus is working hard and heating up, so we are changing apparatus as time goes. It's every two or three hours we're, we're changing apparatus, all except for my equipment, um, which has been in place since 640-something last evening. I, I cannot tell. Yeah, <laughs> I had not seen it, quite frankly, no. At the very least, under control. Um, it's a safety thing for me personally. Um, I, I don't want to let residents back in in an unsafe situation. Not that there's any fear of their homes catching fire or anything like that at this point. Um, it's just strictly a safety factor for me as the fire chief. How soon do you think it will be before residents can get back home, and how do you plan to alert them when they can? I'm hoping we'll have them back home later this afternoon. As far as alerting them, I'm sure it'll be done over the radio and social media. What do you still need to do in terms of the investigation? If you can't comment about the actual content, can you at least describe it procedurally? I, I cannot prescribe it procedurally because I'm not conducting the investigation. Um, the, the Office of Fire Prevention and Control, they're here from New York State to assist with the investigation. I have a fire investigator there. Um, Niagara County has fire investigators there. It's a combined effort. The, uh, I believe the ATF is here assisting also. As far as preventing this, I don't have a cause for the fire yet, so I can't really say that. I can tell you that the owner of that facility has taken steps in the very recent past to make it a safer place. Um, he was actively working on it before this fire. So I get that rubber is very hot. I understand that you took a lot. What other obstacles in addition to rubber are creating this environment where all you can do is contain it right now but not actually put it out? It's the size and scope of the facility and the product itself. It's rubber. Um, it's very tough to extinguish. What's the square footage of the facility? I do not have that fact. I'm sorry. Uh, briefly, there is a different name to the company now. It is High Tread. It is no longer Liberty. Uh, I know that we have been working with them, as Chief Brady indicated, to improve the safety of their facility, and I know that that was something they were aware of and working towards. And I, I concur with Chief Brady. Until we know the actual cause of the fire, it's hard to say much more about if it could have been prevented and where we go from here. Absolutely, not even a little bit. It's a large bright spot. Um, the fact that we managed to save the residences from catching fire on the street immediately adjacent to that facility, incredible work. And so far, uh, as time has gone on, that we haven't had an injury that has demanded 
medical attention um, speaks volumes to the amount of safety that we're trying to apply to the scene for our guys, for the, for the firefighters. I do not. I do not. That I, I don't have a proper answer to at this time. They would probably want to try and contact my department or the police department to express what they need to have done, and we'll assist them as best we can. I could add one other thing. We did have shelters open last night in the city for residents who were displaced from their homes. The Salvation Army had four families there overnight. Uh, North Park Junior High School had four individuals there. And I believe the South Lockport Fire Hall was open as well. If we are going to have those residents displaced into tonight, we will be looking at that same arrangement. But we plan to issue a press release later this afternoon to alert the residents if it's safe for them to return to their home or if we're going to be in this situation tonight. We're hopeful that they can return tonight, but we have not gotten that uh, timing yet from the chief. So as soon as we know that, we will inform the public. We'll get a press release out there to everyone here. We'll put it on the Lockport Police Department Facebook page and notify everyone. I believe it was the same owner. Pardon me? That's correct. That's certainly something we'll be looking at all aspects of this as we go forward. And once we get more information from the investigation, we'll be looking into all different matters such as that. How many employees were there at the time? I don't know about the exact time of the fire. I believe they have about 100 employees there that work there. I don't know how many were there at the time. We do. I spoke to our water treatment chief uh, earlier today, and right now it's working. It's satisfactory. He indicated that the plant is definitely maxed out. We are drawing the largest capacity that we've drawn of water in some time, uh, really in recent history. So the plant is functioning well, uh, but it's certainly been under stress producing that much water, almost three times the amount that we typically would at a given time. If there's any difficulty with our water supply and our water production, we do have the ability to convert to the county water in which we can uh, turn a valve and access county water. That's our backup water supply. So if our supply is not sufficient, we would consider doing that. We've discussed that. It has not been necessary at this point. But if it is in the future, we'll consider that. And residents' pressure is okay now? We believe so. As far as we know. We have not heard that it's not. We believe water pressure is sufficient right now. I can't say that. I don't know if you can, Chief. I, I would say no, the drought conditions did not fuel the fire. Um, they may have contributed slightly, like right now, just because of the um, weather today. Uh, it was certainly warm last night, but cooler than it is right now. But I don't think the, the conditions of, of the drought really contributed to the fire.
I'm not sure if they have, not that that comes to mind anyhow. Um, I'm, I'm fairly certain we were probably there to investigate the odor of smoke or, or something along those lines, but I don't recall an actual report of fire at that facility since the last one. Chief, you had mentioned that you know, usually once a year you try to go in with your crew to get a feel for the building, uh, the property, and other businesses. Again, how did that help you with your efforts last night and into the building? It helps greatly in knowing the layout or design of the buildings we're dealing with, um, often where electricity is inside the plant, uh, hydrants inside the plant, uh, things like that, that we pay strict attention to in the course of our work. It's greatly beneficial for our guys to come through and take a look. I do not. I, it was a, a large volume, very large volume, of finished material. Was it just the finished material, or did you have actual tires themselves on fire? I believe we had a couple trailers that had tires in them that were burning, uh, but most of it was finished material. Reports of explosions, were there propane tanks or hot lifts? There may have been some propane tanks in one of the buildings that was used as a uh, vehicle repair shop. And due to the nature of, of their product, they create dust, and at high temperatures, dust will explode. So we may have had some dust explosions in a couple of those buildings. I can't confirm that. I'm just going by what I heard while operating at the scene. Not at this time. The only thing the residents can do right now is uh, to heed Chief Brady's warning to stay away from that vicinity. We have a lot of trucks in the area, certainly fire hoses, emergency equipment, and a lot of work being done. So it's just uh, for us to facilitate the quick uh, putting out of this fire, we need people to stay away and to listen to Chief Brady's uh, advice right now, which is to heed the warning that the evacuation is still in place. As soon as that is lifted, we will notify the public. I, I do have one other thing I'd like to add. With me today is Detective Todd Cheney from the City of Lockport Police Department. He has one brief statement to make uh, with which we are not answering any questions, but just one brief statement. Thank you, Mayor. You're welcome. As the Mayor said, I'm gonna, what I'm here to say, um, we're not gonna answer any questions after this, but I feel it's, it's necessary to, to put it out there because it is on social media. Um, there, there may be uh, somebody inside the building at the time of the fire. Um, we're actually investigating that right now. Um, there are reports of it. Um, the individual who obviously I'm not going to give the name, um, there has been uh, speculation that uh, this individual is in the building and he has not been heard from since. Uh, so again, we're looking into that right now and uh, as we get further into uh, our investigation or confirm that um, that also will be in the press release that the mayor will send out. Thank you. C H E N E Z. Detective Lieutenant and the first name is Todd T O D D. C H E N E Z. 
that concludes our press conference. We will most likely be issuing a press release later today with further updates as they are available. Thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t